you're now listening to The Midnight Watch, where a motto is, standing on watch for you against bad movies. I'm Philip Powell. I'm Nicholas Allen. And we're joined by special guests. Hey, it's me, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) It's Chris Park! (laughs) (laughs) And tonight is a Daredevil Season 2 discussion. Yeah, it's not even a review. We're just talking about Daredevil because you guys finished it. What was it? A month ago or whatever? Yeah, it only came out, what, three weeks ago? Oh, it seems, it like seems a lot longer than that. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that yeah, it's only been three I'm weeks. pretty sure you finished the season like the first day. Oh, yeah. And I don't <laughs> oh, know when yeah. Chris finished it. But I got around <laughs> to finishing it like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And uh, just wanted to talk about that because I feel like there was a lot of highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And considering a lot of the hype I heard, because I guess I'm just going to start with that part. All the hype I heard about the... Oh, by the way, spoiler warning, because yeah. obviously <laughs> we finished the season, right. so we're going to talk about everything. Right. Uh, everybody online was talking about this rooftop battle, so I couldn't wait to get to that part so I can see well, what all this hype was about. And I'm like, wait, that's it? That's what everybody was excited about? Some fan service and a basic-ass fight scene like most of the fight scenes in this season? <laughs> because to me personally, I felt like the fight graphic, while not bad was not nearly as good as the first season. The first season, it had intensity. This season, it was more just choreographed and kind of that George Lucas prequel-esque, beautifully choreographed fight scene that doesn't really have any tension Yeah, and the framing wasn't quite as crisp. Plus, whoever the stunt double is for Charlie Cox is fine, but it's so obvious. They try to have, I guess the actors do more, which is fine, Mm -hmm. But when you get to Elodie Young, I think Mm -hmm. is how you pronounce her name, playing Elektra, her movements are just so weak. I don't (laughs) buy it at all. Like, a couple guys she kicked, I was like, the kick didn't even come anywhere close. And she's moving so slow. You're fighting ninjas. You should be dead already. And... I found myself wanting to slap each and every character, with the exception of Frank Castle and Surprisingly Stick, who were the only two that escaped the season with me being like, okay, I'm fine. But I hated Karen, I hated Foggy, and I hated Matt many times over, because character motivations flip-flop from episode to episode. Matt says some stupid shit constantly. <laughs> There's a moment where him and Electra find the huge hole that the hand has made in New York City in a warehouse. And then in the next frame, when Stick's telling him about the secret war going on, he's like, How do I know you're not full of shit? I'm like, Did you see the fucking hole? Not to mention, Stick says you're a Catholic. And not to make fun of religion, but like he said, you believe a carpenter came back to de- from the dead three days later. Yeah. After being put up on a cross, and you think <laughs> mystical ninjas is just too implausible? Even though we've already established in the first season that this is in the same universe where they made reference to Thor and Iron Man, and you still think mystical right, ninjas I are get, just so far out there. Grim crime universe, but yeah, this is still the Marvel Universe, not to mention you saw Noble with your own two eyes. <laughs> you saw him. He's alive. You saw him get burnt to a crisp. <laughs> yeah, and then this whole angle, okay, with Frank Castle. I'm like, all right, this is nice and all, but you guys made a fatal error when he got arrested. Because really, by him being arrested, there's just no way. He cannot escape. <laughs> like, you would have done better off with Frank Castle being loose on the streets for the entire season, but you could argue that 
some much needed character growth <laughs> wouldn't have happened yeah. if he would have stayed out and of prison. And they needed something for Vincent D'Onofrio to do because his Which, arc in prison was the best arc of the season. Well, yeah, those were the best two episodes <laughs> yeah. because Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> is a fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> Which was hilarious right. when Frank Castle tried to step to him like, you're about to get your ass whooped and you don't even know it. Uh, or the best scene, I think, in the entire season when Matt Murdock yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and he told him like, he's like oh I ruined Vanessa's life <laughs> using only six dollars worth of postage and Fist came on and handcuffed so quick like listen you will not ever talk about her ever again say her name again it's <laughs> yeah. so, like I will ruin your life and it won't take six dollars postage <laughs> which then brings me to the arc with the kingpin I'm like okay why are you even in prison then? If you have this much power in prison, what's to stop you from getting an early release? Furthermore, if, considering what your huge plan is once you get out of prison, Frank Castle, you know you can't control him at this point, so why even aid his escape in getting out of prison? I know you said your BS reasoning is you don't want his talents to go to waste, but at the same time, no, you're just suffering from yeah, writer's so discretion Frank disease. Frank could take out his enemies and possibly Daredevil, so that's two less problems. Oh, you owe no. me one. But I think you owe me one. No, but then you still have to contend with Frank when you get out of prison. True, and, and I agree between the two, yeah. I, if I'm keeping, I much rather have to do it. Daredevil than Frank, who we see who is professional in the early guns. episodes, basically is a one-man wrecking crew. Well, because he's proficient with guns, <laughs> yeah. and at least you know Daredevil is going to have morals to where he's not going right. to try and kill you, which puts him at a disadvantage because yeah. you're willing to do anything possible, whereas Frank Castle doesn't have that moral code. He will kill yeah. you. Yep. So it's like, why even let him live and then aid his escape in prison time while he can do your work for you? Yeah, but then you have to contend with him when you get out. True. Doesn't make any sense. And... I don't know if it was like this in the comic book. So, are you telling me that Elektra is, like, biologically engineered? No. Black Sky is from the comics, but that's one of those things where they combine two completely separate elements from the comics. Because, yeah, that was kind of my big problem. Lloyd Young's not really Elektra. And what really pissed me off is the reveal where they try to say her whole lane shit was Matt was because of Stick. So, I'm like, yeah. basically, this kid has no agency and like you said, it's bad enough that her fights don't look that effective, but it's like, you're supposed to have this strong, badass female kid, and you're literally telling me, yeah, everything in her life is decided by a man. She makes no decisions <laughs> on her own, other than to sacrifice herself, and it's just like, really? Because yeah. I thought otherwise, Alola Young was given a best performance she could with what she was given. Yeah, she was. And it's just frustrating because Electra is one of my favorite kids. It's just like, I get trying to simplify stuff from the comics, but I was just like that. She couldn't just be yeah. who she is, an assassin. Right. Well, for me, it's like... When I the, thought the Black Sky... Oh, well, like, for me, one of the biggest problems I had was like, they kind of half-assed two stories instead of like actually focusing on one. And so along with... So going off what Phil said, it's like, I didn't need Elektra in this season. No. Like, I'd rather if it had been maybe not not like a post-credit teaser at the end of the season or like the la like a cliffhanger, but like they could have introduced her with a few episodes left and then trying to get into the whole hand stuff later. Or maybe had the season not, what is it, only like 
13 episodes. Yeah, like, 12 episodes or whatever it is. It's like, it's not enough. And so, like, I wanted... I felt like they wrapped up the Punisher storyline so fucking quick. Then they came... They, then Electra shows up for a couple episodes, and then they kind of went back to Frank's trial, like, in the background. It's like a secondary storyline. But I just felt like Electra was so out of place because they couldn't really focus on what they were doing with their storyline. Well, she was out of place, and... It bugged the hell out of me, because we hadn't got to this yet. The involvement, the degree of involvement Karen Page had in the season was ridiculous. Thank you. She basically took the Lois Lane angle from this Zack Snyder-verse, where she was everywhere that the plot needed her to be, and it made no sense. And I was like, why the hell is she getting so much emphasis? Then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, because she's the long-running love interest of Daredevil in the comics. Well, yeah. fuck me, because I do not want to see this character anymore. Yeah. I, I said the same exact thing, because to me, they, they did the same thing, kind of like what you said, where she doesn't, she doesn't do anything wrong. Like, she literally just picks up skills wherever the plot needs her. Yeah. Oh, she's a, she, she's a great detective now. Oh, wait, she's a writer? When did the fucking that ever develop? Like, let me just keep throwing her to the front instead of like, oh, who cares about Matt Murdock and Foggy? Like, I feel like Matt Murdock was off-screen more... Like, they wanted him in the costume, not him as both yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was, oh, let's just throw Karen instead. Well, People the, like her. She, she's an actress, right? Everyone loves her. Well, we liked her in the first season. This season, yeah, I can't say Yeah, they were trying so. to follow up on what happened last season with Ben. With who? Ben, your... Oh, yeah. Which, that's the other thing, too. Matt made the reveal to Foggy... In the first season that he yep. was Daredevil, so Foggy knows this. But then, in this season, Foggy still acts like it's a problem. It's like, I thought you were over this, but for the sake of causing unnecessary tension, now all of a sudden you're going to bitch at Matt because he wasn't present for the court case of the century with Frank Castle when he was out being Daredevil. Oh, and now Karen hates him too because she conveniently walked in on Matt and Electra in bed, even though Electra was wounded and Matt was at her side. It's like... And Stick was sitting there? Like, yeah. <laughs> and Stick didn't say anything. <laughs> well, okay, okay, I but, knew he wasn't, because Stick's out. But, yeah, but... But two things off of that. It's like, A, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they have the same fucking argument in the yeah, season? Which yes! Is, which is the like, problem. Why would you like bring I, it back? I got Foggy's concern, because he's like, you're my best friend, I don't want to see you die. But you and there are many it. times this season and last season where Matt literally almost died, so he's like, I don't want you to kill yourself. Yeah, but why would you get angry at him and be like, well, I'm not talking and, to you ever again, and, and we're no longer and friends, it's also pretty, and we're folding up Nelson and Murdoch. It's pretty clear, maybe because he's so close to Matt, it's pretty clear as opposed to Karen, Foggy's not a believer in Dead Devil. It seems like he really doesn't think Matt is doing any good. Yeah, yeah, Which I suppose. Is, which I guess is kind of debatable. And, like, just kind of say one more thing, too, about off that with Foggy and, like, the whole trial. Mm-hmm. Was it just me, or was there, like, the sense of time that's completely off? Yeah. Because, like, it was, they made it sound like, oh, on the, in the morning, Matt's supposed to do the court case, but at night, he's with Elijah. I was like, so this is all happening within the course of, like, a week? You're telling yeah. me the Punisher got arrested... They already did it. He's in the hospital. He gets better within like two days. And then we're going to go straight to his court case a week later. He's like, pretty sure 
There's like months of like red tape you have to do in real life. Oh, well, yeah. but that could be explained by that district attorney was clearly like trying to move up the. Oh well, yeah, she was life. fast track. So you but can even see, then. right? You you can understand why she would fast track Frank's trial. But, but what I'm saying is, it's just again going back to the especially considering all the dirt Frank had on her and her whole situation. All, all I'm saying is, though, I just felt like everything was crammed in into like a two week period when it should have felt like. Well, true, that was a great conflict, yeah. but I agree. If they had progressed past the point for getting Matt Moran, I can see it, but now it's kind of like, well, they're kind of still buddies, but they're going to separate ways, and as far as we know, Nelson Maddock is no more, so it's kind of like, well, and, so where is this? Where else can this go then? Well, I guess Matt Murdock's no longer a lawyer. Be a important yeah. He's Matt's best friend. Yeah. And, that's and I pr- like the actor who plays him. Yeah, yeah. But he's not being whiny. <laughs> Which like is all he was this season. Right. <laughs> and I'm kind of, I never was for the Matt-Karen relationship to begin with. Even when they kind of teased him the first season. I'm like, no, why don't you just hook up Karen with Foggy? It makes more <laughs> sense. They have more chemistry. Matt has more chemistry with Claire. But because yeah. she's part of Luke Cage, we're going to try and act like, oh, this just can't happen right now. It's like, no bullshit. They have chemistry. And I don't care if Karen is, oh, the love of Matt's life in the comic books. Fuck the comic books. That's why Sam Raimi just kind of skipped over that shit and went with Mary Jane. It's like, well, Mary Jane, yeah. We know Gwen Stacy is this and that, but we'll do what works for my movie. That's what you should do for the TV show. Don't force the shit, which is what they're doing, which I do like where they chose to end it with him mm. telling Karen, oh, I'm Daredevil. But I got a feeling that that first episode is going to be like, oh, no, you can't be Daredevil. I'm like, <laughs> well, no, are you fucking kidding me? It's the whole thing that they had to explain how he can see it for, like, the billionth time. Like, oh, yeah. wait, this is how it works. Like, dude, we have, we've seen this already, like, a thousand yeah. times. But I can't even say how stupid Karen is when it comes yeah. to certain things. But yes. the big one that kind of, like, stuck out to me was... Oh, she thinks that he's an alcoholic. Let's keep going to the bar and getting drunk. Like I always thought that was weird. Or, or, yeah, I know this story is dangerous and everything, but I'm gonna continue to help Frank Castle out and then get mad when he used me as bait. It's like, <laughs> what you thought you and Frank Castle were a thing? Like, what what were you thinking right now? Yeah, or when she comes face to face with the blacksmith <laughs> and it's kind of like, <clears throat> oh, maybe I should go now. It's like. Well, that's your own fault for putting yourself in this situation. I know he's not going to kill you because you're an important character, but if he did kill you, I wouldn't care. And that's the other thing. This season, they telegraphed so much. Electra dies, and I didn't fucking care. She died, and they teased it. It was kind of like the, oh, I got two days to retirement thing, where it's like, <laughs> Matt's like, yeah. well, if we make it through this, I'll follow you anywhere. We'll just travel the world. I'm like, okay, first of all, Bullshit, Matt. You're going to stay in New York and continue to be Daredevil. Second of all, you just told me that Electra's going to die. Because there's no way in hell you're about to give this shit up. And sure enough, she dies. I'm like... Oh. Tear. It's not like the first season where they actually surprise you. Like when Ben Yurick yeah. died, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute. Are you kidding me? Or when Wesley died, I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? No, there's no way. Oh, that's just a dream sequence. Then the next episode opens with Ben Yurick's funeral. I'm like... Oh my god, you're kidding me. Uh, I like that character. Why? Uh, Whereas this season, I'm like, I don't care who dies, really. I don't. I didn't want Stick to die, but that's because Stick was the only consistent character. Yeah. 
And I, I get what you mean about Karen. I think the problem is kind of she's written to be too weak of a character. Like, she clearly has boundary issues. Like, you can tell by her relationship to Matt and Frank how she just attaches herself to people and things. Like, yeah. she, she kind of has some self-esteem issues. She obviously got some... No, I definitely felt that... Depression you... she in denial about. And, yeah, she... I totally thought they were gonna bang at some point. I don't know why. It just Frank felt, and Karen. Yeah, it's like the, nah. scene, the scene with them in like in the coffee shop. I was like, nah. she wants to fuck him. Well, I oh, think yeah. she does. It's Frank does yeah. want yeah. to screw her. I agree with you that Karen yeah. wants the D for Frank, yeah. but Frank is not giving it up. Yeah. Frank, his family is his only right. love. You don't have a shot. Right. And going back to the final rooftop sequence, they pulled the Spider-Man three. Where Karen gets kidnapped because miraculously the hand wanted a list of all Daredevil's saved people. So Karen, of course, gets kidnapped. Then Karen is saved. She goes outside. The important police detective Malone is there. Foggy happens to be there. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so we're all just going to witness the rooftop fight. This isn't at all like Spider-Man 3, you know, that film that everybody says is shit. Yeah, remember that film at the end when half of New York is there watching the Venom fight? Like, it's not at all dangerous to be near that shit? Yeah, okay, let's do that all over again. Well, the cop was there because they told him what was up. Yeah, but why, why was Foggy there? Foggy told him, oh, I heard what happened, I had to come. No, you didn't. Get the fuck out of here. What did you hear? True. <laughs> and Karen, you should be in the fucking EMS unit. But no, no, no. We're all going to stand out here and watch because we just know something important is going to happen on the rooftop. Oh, wait. Which is funny because the fight was on the other side of the roof. Which so you couldn't, couldn't see. So really see nothing. But guess what? Karen could see Frank standing there so she knows Frank's still out there doing what's best for business. Like, no. Oh, no, I did. Like his little, uh, what was that Adam Sandler movie where uh, Steve Buscemi says with the end? Is that Mr. D's? No, no. not Mr. D's. Uh, Billy Madison? I think it was. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I'm glad I got on that bad. That guy's good side. What, because he sniped a couple of yeah. guys? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, way, come on. I wanted him to be like a Gatling gun or something. Like, <laughs> where he just literally wipes out like a shit ton of people. But no, let me just fire like two bullets. Yeah, I'll snipe like five ninjas. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, it's like, wait a minute. This is the problem. This is why everything's so forced. First of all, how does Frank even know this is going down? Second of all, what investment does Frank have in this? Your only investment was in the blacksmith and you just killed him. So what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, so the fans can wet their pants at seeing you with the Punisher skull and shit, finally. It's like, well, and you, fan service. you could have heard it on the police radio. He has a police But why radio. would he care, Phil? Some fucking ninjas. Because him and Daredevil built a relationship. How does he know Daredevil's there? Okay, well, that's fair. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's all fan service. <coughs> Just so he can snipe a couple people in uniform, and the fans can, you know, pick up the napkins to clean themselves up, and then Karen can be like, oh, he's still out there. It's like, well, you already know he's still out there. Then they have that whole anticlimactic bullshit where he goes to kill the blacksmith, and Karen's all like, if you do this, I'll never forgive you. It's like, what the fuck did you think he was going to do? <laughs> He's a murderer. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. Well, so, what Karen's whole thing is, because of whatever her backstory is, I know what it is, but I won't spoil it. No, go ahead and spoil it, because I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Um, in the comics, they might change it, but in the comics, she was a prostitute who ended up accidentally killing a guy. 
and being addicted to drugs. I know in the comics she also she also became a porn star. So yeah. I don't think they're going to follow that. I don't think... I hope not. We're sure to kill it anyway, so... (laughs) Well, technically, she already did murder somebody. She she murdered Wesley. true. So, who are you to talk here? The whole thing was... I'm trying to save Frank, because I guess if Frank can't be saved, I can't be saved. I, I agree. It's kind of a problem with the way that Wait, no, it's oh, written. And her whole yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. It's like, complex. oh, you can't be saved because you shot one man <coughs> who kidnapped you in self-defense. But, you know, it's all right on Frank, a man who's murdered like 30 plus people. One more is just going to condemn his soul. No. Well, if his soul I is condemned, it's already condemned. The supposed to be is Matt is like the female equivalent of Matt. She has like that black and white moral code, even though the world is great. So they keep trying to enforce this good moral code they have to the point of naivete. And it's like... Yeah, it is. It, it's not going to work for everybody. No, it's not. <laughs> You've There's no getting through to Frank House. Right. You guys hadn't learned that <laughs> right. throughout his entire escapade right. in the first six episodes. Oh, him getting arrested. Yeah. Him acting out in court. Yeah. Him going to jail, killing nine people in jail, and then escaping jail. You still think he's going to turn over right. and leave. Oh, and then... Killed some dudes in the diner before you got to the blacksmith. <laughs> After viciously pistol whipping a guy to the point where his cheek was opened up. Yeah. And then shooting him in the face, you still think, oh, there's a chance he might spare the blacksmith's life. Big man, that's actually directly responsible. Yeah. No. And now that's his whole thing in the comics. It's why in the Civil War comic, when he shows up, like, hey, Cap needs some help. Cap's like, no, <laughs> no, get the F away from me. You are insane. No, no, I don't want you on my team. Goodbye, Frank. <laughs> well, does Please. the Punisher then shoot him? <laughs> no. That's what the Punisher would have actually done. But, like, oh, well, I'm on Tully's side now. Bam, done. Cap's gone. That's how it, we're going down. But then Matt's whole cold of not killing. I'm kind of like, I understand where you're coming from, Matt. But there comes a certain point where there's certain people you just got to kill. Nobu is one of those yeah. people. Electra already said the man has lived three lifetimes. Right. <laughs> you just throw him off a roof? He's like, oh, he burned oh. to a crystal in the first season. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he, he's probably dead after I threw him off like a simple three-story roof. I'll let gravity decide this one. And sure enough, he wasn't dead. And I was like, if this ends with fucking Nobu's eyes <laughs> right. and him just walking off, I'm going to be fucking pissed. And I was like, wait a minute. No, the camera angle is wrong. Somebody's <laughs> going to get his ass as soon as he gets <laughs> off. And then Stick got him like, thank God, Stick, you actually are the savior of the day. Because Matt's dumbass let Nobu live again. Well, I was about to say, I'm sure he, again, No, there's no way to know for sure, but I'm guessing he was just like, yeah, I know you're alive down there, asshole. Hope you bleed out. <laughs> like, he no. was just like, nah, I don't care. After everything, Nobu survived. I mean, no. I'm just telling you. You can't depend I'm on that. I'm saying with like, crazy whatever superpower yeah, he, here. He's like, yeah, I know you're down there. I can hear you breathing still. Like, or, uh, you know, since technically you're in the same universe, maybe you thought the TMNT is going to show up and finish them all. <laughs> nah. Uh, no, that funny fact, people, that yeah, is in continuity. The same ooze that mutated yeah. the turtle is the same ooze but, that gave him his powers. But going off that kind of was how you know, so they inter, they obviously have to interweave the cinematic universe or whatever because mm-hmm. they have uh, Jessica Jones like the lawyer and his mm-hmm. boss, his new boss and that's how they make the the allusion to the Avengers and all that shit. Still, I didn't see Jessica Jones, so but, that went over my head. But hopefully, 
next season, I was telling Phil, I was like, they are establishing Spider-Man in this universe now. Before, it was a gray area, whatever. But now that Spider-Man is eventually, officially in this universe, like... I don't think they're going to drop him. I'm just saying, like, it'd be awesome, like, season three, season four. Or he's not going to be the Spider-Man you want. It's going to be the kid in the, like, hoodie and... I'm just saying, like, it'd be awesome. It's not going to be full suited. Like, if they do, it's... I think they're gonna do that, like full suit Spider-Man. Now, oh, I'll let you. But I'm just first. saying, like, this is the part of New York where they're supposed to be, like, basically in the same area, right? I mean, kinda. Or I'm just saying, with the Kingpin being in their connection, like, I think it'd be awesome for like just like maybe like one episode or two. I think it'd be awesome just for Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin to be in the Spider-Man. Movie. Yeah, That'd yeah. Be better. They could do that. Because the thing is, yeah, Kingpin is violent. And it is a show in which they don't hold back on cuss words, but Vincent D'Onofrio, his character has always been built as, you know, the well-mannered villain. Mm-hmm. Even in this season, like, he still uses the big words, and he still talks all extra proper. But it's like, he could do that in the Spider-Man movie and don't yeah. need to cuss. And they could introduce the other Spider-Man street villains like Tombstone and Hammerhead. Yeah. Even though the problem with Daredevil overall, there might come that point where they try to throw him in in Infinity Wars. And I'm going to be like, okay, first of all, the (laughs) universe you've established here does not at all fit what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has become. It's too dark and gritty to fit there. Second of all, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, it's like Batman. What is he going to do? Throw a stick at Thanos? He's going to be like, yeah, so actually, just stay in Hell's Kitchen. We'll handle this shit. We don't need you. But I got a feeling they're going to throw him in there for fans. Or just like they might try to throw in Frank Castle. I'm like, what's Frank Castle going to do? He has fucking bullets maybe, against maybe Thanos. Maybe not. Yeah, it might just be Luke Cage and Jessica Jones because they could actually have an Iron Fist. I'm sure there's another like alien race that just they throw a bunch of bodies out like they did in the Avengers. Daredevil could take out one of those. Uh, if they're smart, they won't do that yeah. shit. <laughs> Not again. And because they've already done yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Thanos is gonna be just him and that fan Gauntlet. They built that. Well, I think something they could do with him. Thanos is have him like, which I think would be cool. I don't know if they're willing to commit to that. Have him resurrect the villains that have been killed and yeah. use the villains as like his pawns. Yeah. So like you get <laughs> Malekith maybe actually does something. <laughs> Ronan maybe actually does something. Uh... Nah, keep uh, Yellow Jacket dead. Nobody cares about the fucking Yellow Jacket. <laughs> and I liked Ivan Vanko, but everybody yeah. else seems to think that Iron Man 3... I mean, Iron Man 2 is just the pinnacle of bad Marvel Studios films, so... I'm not. Iron Man 3 was the worst awesome. of three. Right? That's at least that's my... I think... Well, you and Nick are in the minority. Uh, maybe we have to revisit that review, but I remember specifically having to argue with you two about Iron Man 3. <laughs> I and know, guys, I was pro it. <laughs> and you guys saying Iron Man 2 was the worst. Because I've run into this little brick wall against anybody that watches these films. Well, not everybody. There's a couple <laughs> people that see the correct answer. <laughs> But the season in a nutshell, it was a completely mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I like where they ended it, but the entire season was a mess. It made me hate the characters that I had come to like at the end of the last season, Karen, Foggy, and Matt. I didn't care for them this season. I really didn't. And the action, they didn't up the ante at all. It was just kind of like, well, 
besides the Punisher, like, blowing people away by the way of window, I really wasn't that impressed with any of the fight scenes, unlike the first season. Maybe... I thought the stairway elevator scene was really good. It was just a copy of the <laughs> tracking shot hallway fight scene from, like, episode three of the first season. That's why I wasn't impressed by it. It's the same fucking scene all over again. Just we threw in a staircase and an elevator. So he goes on for a little bit longer, but it's the same thing. And definitely the rooftop battle, everybody's talking about, oh, man, like I was just spasming out at how awesome it was. I'm like, well, no, because they built it up to be like, there's going to be like hundreds of people up there or like. Maybe there's only, like, 100, and then there's also, like, 100 coming from behind, like, up the staircase. There was only, like, 20. And there, yeah, there was, like, 20 people there. I was like, really? And you expected there to be a lot more, and that's why you needed the Punisher to be there to take out a few people, you know? like Expendable style. Like Terry <laughs> Crews did in the first Expendables movie. They're trapped yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah. So, I'll see season three because reasons, but... I'm not, like, super pumped I about season three. I think season three would be better, because... Well, because then, too, they season, tease Electra's yeah. return. And so, when she returns, I think that's where it's going to fall off again. And they set up a lot of stuff, so... Too much stuff. have to do that setup for season three. They can jump right in. Uh, always season three will be good. You just need to break Wilson Fisk out. <laughs> Or I yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's going to get out and start his revenge on Matt. Systematically taking apart what's left. Which, well, okay, that's another question I had, too. Mm-hmm. So, is Wilson Fisk aware that Matt is the Daredevil? Because I'm getting conflicted. Not yet, but I think he's starting to put the pieces together. <laughs> I would hope. Because it's like... I think that fight, he was starting to put some pieces together. Yeah. And the fact that both him as Matt Murdock and Daredevil are after him. Yeah. Targeting him like that. Just because I'm I'm sure as soon as he figures out that the guy he was Matt was talking to him about was his dad that he killed him. He'll really put it together like, oh So that's why you hate me. Oh, and yeah, this is all that. Because Daredevil has mission to keep him for a fight. It's like, you killed my father. And Matt mentioned it in that scene. So I'm pretty sure at some point next season, he's going to put it all together. Who are you? I'm the Daredevil. You would <laughs> have to like, be a Daredevil to <laughs> dare to challenge me. Oh, Matt Murdock is the Daredevil. Well, this is going to be fun. I can take out two birds in one star. Yeah, if you guys get into another fight. <laughs> yeah, Melvin gotta keep improving that suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melvin. Well, I like Melvin. Yeah, I like Melvin too. Well, he's just a gear guy. It's not like he's, uh, you know, super important or anything. Well, nah, that one's fun. Well, I mean, he's gotta keep replacing the damn sticks because I feel like Matt throws it and then never picks it back up. Oh, no, he magically picks them back up. They'll, they'll appear next to him, do some magic yeah. editing. He never loses one. It's like Cap Shield. That's kind of how it works in the comic. It just kind of bounces back. Yeah. No logical reason other than you turn the page. That's what I wanted to mention. They did that stupid-ass thing that stupid writers feel like they have to do. Let me, let's capture the Punisher and just not put a bullet in his head. Like, the moment we see him. Like, we'll torture him. Even though the end result we want is him dead. 
We'll just torture him. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be that whole, you deserve a slow, painful death. But, yeah. That's only an excuse for writers to come up with. It's Frank the Tank Iger. It's like, you should kill him. It's the same shit Bane did to Batman. It's like, you had him dead to rights. Oh, no. Your punishment must be more severe. Well, to be fair to Bane. That version of Batman. It's not like it was Ben Alex Batman. It was Christian Bell's Batman who was old and busted up. So he's like, this guy can't do anything <laughs> to me. Please. Or even Ben Affleck's Batman. You can't do shit with a broken back. <laughs> well, yeah, but it'd be much more difficult to break his back. That'd be more of an even fight because they're both massive. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't have took that much. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, I liked it a little more than Nick. But, yeah, it, it definitely had its ups and downs. But I thought the highs made up for those, especially missing that failure. Yeah. Nah, no. <laughs> that that was awesome. John Barenthal as the Punisher, he was great. Yep. Absolutely phenomenal. And they managed to do something I didn't think they would do, which is humanize the Punisher a bit. Because he's always been one of those kids. I was kind of like, eh. I don't really get why people love him so much. What? So, you didn't like Thomas Jane Punisher then, right? I did like it, but that that was also well, that also humanized him. Right. So, what the? F? So I guess the second time. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Jane was pretty humanized. Well, yeah, to, which yeah. is why I guess some people complain because I guess they want him to be more invincible. Well, there is the Punisher Wars. He actually gets hurt. There was the Punisher Wars. True. <laughs> which was completely fucking off. <laughs> so you got what you wanted at the expense of it being a, just a bad movie. Despite having the awesome Ray Stevenson, it was still bad. All right, Chris. What? We'll just make... your final thoughts. Final it's thoughts. not a review, no, it's just final thoughts. <laughs> I, like I said before, I wanted just a more, I guess, full story, a realized story with either mm-hmm. one or the other. Like, I, I personally, I would have liked the Punisher storyline to be longer. Like, him, because, like, the best, for me, the best scenes were when it was just him and Daredevil on that roof. Like, to me, yeah. that episode mm-hmm. was probably one of the better episodes. Yeah, the like, whole moral and then, whole like, episode. Yep, that episode, and then, like, I think it was, like, next one, too, is, like, when he finds caught, they're in the cemetery, and he, obviously there's that monologue that the mm-hmm. Punisher does, and it's just, like, those scenes are worked for me, and mm-hmm. I wanted that to last longer, because I felt like, I don't know, I want to say it was, like, episode three or four was, like, all right, he's already captured, and uh, Electric's uh, uh, here. I was, like, holy shit, like, that is so fast. And then it just, I just felt like they dropped it. And I wanted, like I said, I wanted a full season of The Punisher, not just half of it, and then him just chilling in a gurney and with, and then like, oh, his trial where he just. Oh, that prison fight scene with Punisher was epic. Epic? Yeah. I wouldn't say epic. I wouldn't say that either. I thought that was the best fight scene of the season. You agree? I mean, I kind of like this. I like the part where, like, the, <laughs> the King people was just chilling and, after, like, just watching him, like, yeah, you, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Because <laughs> he didn't think he was going to survive. Like, that, he thought he was going to die. So when he survived, he was like, oh, okay. I have to admit, I underestimated you. When I heard of your escapades, I didn't think a single man would be responsible for so much destruction. But now I see I was wrong. <laughs> And I'm sorry for that. When I see talent, I don't let it go to waste. But. Now I'm going to beat your ass because you headbutted me. But, 
yeah, so that type of thing is, I just wish, I thought, like I said, I, I would say half of it was fine. That's fair. It's the best way to say it. Half, like, I enjoy half of it. And the rest, I was just like, I could have done with that. Especially all the characters. But I, I do agree. I which makes up the entire season. You haven't seen it, but I didn't think after Jessica Jones did, I was seeing two would be more of a step up. And it wasn't. And I'm also probably more forgiving because, yeah, the DC could have arrow is really, really. Oh, my God. Dude, nobody cares. We don't even care about DC, so let's not bring up DC right <laughs> now. Well, that TV is actually good. Okay, the Flash the is the anime, but the movies, yeah, the movies are. <laughs> what was the last movie they came out with? <laughs> Wait, animated or? Uh... Live action. <laughs> He's joking, Chris. <laughs> Really, I've made anything since Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> Those were good, but oh, but that concludes this discussion. <laughs> Once again, we are the Midnight Watch, where our motto is: standing on watch for you against bad moods. You will find our show by searching the Stitcher Radio app for the Midnight Watch, or just simply go to our main site, the Midnight Watch, all word dot And thanks for listening. Good night. Oh yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs>